Recorded on January 17th, 2022. The Opposite of Progress. Welcome to the Push Ahead Podcast, the podcast that's all about pushing the political conversation ahead, not pushing back. Hi, I'm Jamie. I'm Shelby. And we are Pamless right now. She'll be back next week. We wanted to talk about a couple of things, shenanigans in Congress and just what's going on. Too much news here to skip a week. So yes, I thought that politics was getting boring again. And then and then we were rescued from that by the Republicans. Make politics boring again. So let's talk those elephants. There's several. So let's start off with a false equivalency. Let's say I check out some library books, I forget I had them, and I return them the second that I find them. Versus I steal the books, deny having them, then return some, claim all were returned, ask people to hide the books, ignore subpoenas, and force a search to find them. Which is worse, or are they exactly the same? I know the answer. I know the answer. Oh, what is it? Do you want the Republican answer or the right answer? The answer from the right or the right answer? Yes. Let's, I don't know. Let's pick the funny one first. See, this proves that Donald Trump is innocent and that all presidents do it. And if Donald Trump is getting in trouble for having these documents, then Joe Biden should too. Right. And the correct answer. Joe Biden did the responsible thing and did the protocol of... Oh, we found documents. Let's look more and see if we have any other things. And let's give them over to the archives because they are the ones that need them. Yes. So at the core of the matter, I, the core of it is classified documents were someplace that they weren't. That is the only similarity. Everything yeah. else is wildly different. And I think that this is interesting because what comes out of this will actually end up strengthening the case against Donald Trump because it shows that they are willing to investigate both sides and they are willing to exonerate. It's not a witch hunt just because it's out there. Yeah, and we just have to deal with the lovely press of them falsely comparing yeah. these leaks. And Fox News, I know, is having a field day. Of course. These are the new buttery emails. Mm. Buttery, buttery mails. Yeah. Yeah. I think that this is troublesome. A lot of people are saying it's shady that the DOJ was looking into this since November and they didn't bring it up because of the midterms, blah, blah, blah. But I do want to remind people that the DOJ and the FBI tried to keep the Mar a Lago document seizure hushed. The FBI showed up dressed like either guests or people who had a reason to be there, not people, you know, they weren't dressed in their FBI jackets. Yeah, it was the son of a bitch himself that... Yes, he outed them and he forced it out. So the DOJ's first impulse is to keep it quiet. So they're not announcing these as a matter of course. It's just that the orange one trumpeted it, did Trump trumpeted it, Trump yeah. it from everywhere. It's the same thing. In 2016, they leaked that Hillary was back under investigation for those emails, but they kept quiet the part of they're investigating Donald Trump 
for Russia ties. Yeah, so political maneuvering, and I'm just glad that it's in January. So we're going to see stuff continue to shake out. Unfortunately, there hasn't been a lot of movement in the further cases, although Trump hasn't been out of the news entirely. He was deposed in a defamation case, and I think... The sexual assault case. He said interesting phrases in that deposition for the assault case. Yeah, we're not going to lose our clean rating repeating them, though. So if you want it straight from the ass's mouth, <laughs> you're going to It's there to... for you to see. Yeah, yeah. So speaking of Trump buddies, Bolsonaro. Yes. Now Florida can be home to three wannabe dictators. <laughs> yeah, dictators. Yep. So Bolsonaro was voted out of Brazil. He was the president of Brazil. He was wildly corrupt and very conservative, just all around bad for the country, kind of Brazil's Trump moment. Yes. And then Brazil got themselves a new guy. The new guy came in and Bolsonaro essentially fled to Florida on a 30 day visit visa. Supposedly to have a procedure. Uh, to have a medical procedure. And then, mirroring the Trump moment, as soon as Bolsonaro was out, there was an assault by his supporters on the government buildings in Brazil, and they were repelled. And guess what happened? Within minutes. They were arrested. They were arrested. So it is possible. It is possible to hold insurrectionists accountable the same day. You don't have to let them home. Yeah. And then go around and have to find them. Yeah, yeah. Round them up again. Go Brazil. Good for you. So anyway. And oddly enough, if you saw in the in the news that like within 24 hours, he announced that he was back in the hospital with stomach pains. And that was apparently Bolsonaro's go to strategy. Whenever he did something unpopular, he would say, oh, my stomach hurts. Oh, something. I'm in the hospital. And then his supporters would say, why are you trash talking this guy? He's in the hospital. Now he's it's not sick, the time. you fools. He's sick. And then he'd get out and then he'd do something else. And they'd be like, oh, he's back at the hospital again. Why are you trash? So you weren't allowed to criticize him because he was always sick. And now he's just gallivanting around Orlando, supposedly. Yeah. At some point, we're going to have to take him out but i don't think that's gonna happen anytime soon no i'm sure he's buddy buddy with uh, ronnie yeah yeah and the final piece of i don't know just (sighs) rage bait gas stoves i want to come out and say i love having a gas stove i enjoy cooking on my gas stove but this is the last gas stove i'm ever gonna buy Yep. So I'm going to ignore the indoor air quality thing because it's like burning something in your house is bad. But there is an unforeseen consequence around gas stoves. So nowadays, electric water heaters and furnaces are just about as good as gas furnaces and heaters. And they're actually more reliable. They're less work. The only downside is that they don't work when the po- when the lights are off, when the power right. is off. But other than that, the knock-on is that as long as people have gas stoves, and as long as gas stoves add to home value, then when the gas company comes around and says, we are going to have to replace these, this infrastructure to pump fossil fuels into your neighborhood. And enough people say, yes, I love my gas stove. Renew that for me. 
then that infrastructure is going to be installed and expected to last another 60 to 80 years. Yeah. So it is a way of keeping us hooked on natural gas. It is also another false flag for something that the right can get upset about and mad about while they blatantly watch their lovely leaders in Congress go after the IRS and Social Security. Yeah. They had the best excuse for that today. Oh, what was it? Republicans said that the reason that they want to abolish Social Security is because people want to work longer. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. If people wanted to do it, it wouldn't be called work. It would be called vacation. Yes. Oh, yeah. And as a final note about the gas stoves, no one actually said that they were coming for your gas stoves. In an interview, someone from the EPA said, we're looking at other things in fossil fuels. And he let slip that gas stoves might be in consideration at some unmentioned point in the future. And everyone was just like, I got to protect my gas stove. Yes. All right. That's it for the elephants. And on to Congress. Oh, Congress. Oh, Kevin McCarthy. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he gave away the farm when he... Yes, he did. ...to the uber conservatives, the MAGAs, who now have committee assignments, they have power, They it's essentially a one-person veto, where if he just makes one person upset in the Republican Party, he gets called down. Yep. They also gutted the ethics committee... They also let the idiots in charge of intelligence and homeland security and the big committee assignments yeah. are being led by Bobert and Taylor Green and Gomer. Yeah, speaking of Bobert and Empty Head, <laughs> she they got into a fight in the bathroom. And apparently Green was like, what are you doing not voting for Kevin McCarthy? He gave your campaign millions of dollars, which to be fair, point for Bobert because she showed she managed to have a thought independent of her donors, which means that all of her crazy comes straight from her. Yeah, hence why my favorite nickname for her is Colorado Crazy Against Idiot Barbie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Marge is very much outing her party as we go where the money tells us to go. And she's firmly in Trump's corner still. Still. Yeah, I know that we were doing the Congress thing, but oh man, it is so refreshing looking at the headlines today, talking about what Trump would do against DeSantis. I am so totally here for this. I am too. I cannot wait to see how Trump makes fun of DeSantis and it actually sticks. This is, I'm hoping it's a Jeb Bush moment. And then they both go down in flames. I would hope so. I don't think... I know one's going down. I just don't know which one's going down. Yeah, Trump is losing the evangelical support. Finally? Yeah, they're going to DeSantis. Ew. Yeah. Okay. Donald Trump, totally not Christian. Totally nothing. Just proclaiming he was. Unfortunately, DeSantis really loves Christo-fascism. Yeah. The evangelicals loved Trump because they thought he was an imperfect vessel for God's will. Instead of an idiot that made them all look bad. A big old con man. Yes. Yeah. And unfortunately, DeSantis, he's on their bandwagon and he's trying his damnedest in Florida to... Make it better for all white people. Not all. No, not all. (laughs) Yeah. 
Because if you're poor, you're pretty much SOL. Yeah, but those are his ardent supporters. So, you know, mm-hmm. hey. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. And the debt ceiling. Final bit of Congress news. Debt ceiling is set to fall into place if Congress doesn't do anything on Thursday. On Thursday, so yesterday, because we published this on Fridays. So hopefully Congress will have worked out. But it's interesting because back in 1995, the Republicans tried this first against Bill Clinton. Yep. And he didn't stand for it. They wanted him to gut Medicaid and Medicare and social safety nets and all sorts of cuts. And he was like, no, I'm not negotiating. And that is exactly what the White House said today. Yeah, yeah. And then the reason it became a thing was because in 2011, Obama negotiated. He negotiated with the terrorists. But then in 20... Two years later, he negotiated again. Yeah. So that was just all around bad. And so reinforcing bad behavior. And so I'm just super glad that the Senate came out today and said, no, we are not going to negotiate. They get nothing. They get no cookie for having the U.S. government pay bills it has already it's already received the work and has been invoiced for these aren't going out and buying a new thing this is making payments on a thing you've already bought yes and this is where gas stoves and biden documents come in they are trying to go after medicare medicaid and social security yes and trying to keep it under wraps oh yeah we're not doing this we just want to cut government pork guess where the pork's coming from yeah 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 well it'll remain to be seen but i like the stance that the senate is united in not negotiating the white house came out and said that they aren't going to negotiate and so kevin mccarthy can try to burn his political capital but the way that the senate and everyone on the democrat side is positioning this it's looking like it's going to fall squarely on the republicans so that's why they are distracting with the biden papers and the gas stoves and the empty head bobo brawl so they're trying to distract from this because the fallout will not fall on biden i don't think i don't think it'll stick except amongst the most fervent supporters because in 95 it looked really bad for the republicans and there were a couple times since then that when the republicans hold the government hostage their approval ratings plummet faster than the democrats yes because then they're actually playing with people's lives and money yeah i know how many civil servants there are yeah quite a few and they know precisely what's happening So any civil servants who are getting delayed paychecks, they know precisely why. Oh, and I think they're also trying to vote themselves a $34,000 raise. I don't know. In the funding of said government. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see where this goes. I think that this is going to fail spectacularly because I believe that the... Last time that the White House negotiated, it was because the Republicans controlled the Senate. You know, they they controlled both houses. And so that is a much stronger position. And so now the House has to negotiate with the Senate before they can even begin negotiations with the White House. And right now, any bills that they have passed, the one that they passed to gut the IRS, is not going anywhere in the Senate. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So Santos got some committee assignments as well but he's also making headlines for more of the wrong reasons 
And then Kevin McCarthy came out and said he always had questions about some of his resume. Yeah. And McCarthy was like, yeah, but is, are there any charges against him? Yep. Yeah. In Brazil. In Brazil? Yeah. Oh, wow. Check fraud. Oh, man. Of course. Check fraud in Brazil. And the only reason that they couldn't go on these charges is that they couldn't find him. So when he makes all this news about his resume, Brazil authorities are like, hey. It's him. It's him. We know who he is. Do we have extradition with Brazil? Yes. Oh, boy. I think so. That is encouraging and discouraging for Bolsonaro. And for the fellow Brevardites, which wouldn't come as a surprise that a lot of his funding came from a Ponzi scheme that was set up here in our county. In our hometown. Let's see what other names show up with this. Yeah, we'll see. It's been cold, so if you shake the right tree, frozen iguanas fall out. So around here, instead of frozen iguanas, because we don't have as many corrupt politicians shake out. So Yeah, darn our temperate climate. (laughs) Yeah. All right. So that was our short little news bite. We will see you next week with a full episode and Pam and maybe a guest, maybe not. We'll see. Oh, yeah. All right. Thanks. Thanks. Bye. If you got something out of this and know of anybody who cares about what we're saying here, please share. Word of mouth is everything in the grassroots game. If we're awesome, tell a friend. If we're not, tell us how to get better. This has been another episode of the Push Ahead podcast. Please reach out to us via Twitter at push underscore ahead or subscribe to our podcast in your podcatcher of choice. You can find relevant links to the stories that we're talking about in our liner notes on our website at pushaheadpod.com. The music is Super String Theory by Lobo Loco. 